Africa Agenda is a podcast that features conversations with people working at the intersection of open data, open government, and sustainable development in Africa. So what uh, steps are you taking in order to, uh, to come closer? Thank you very much, Mr. Moderator, distinguished ladies and gentlemen. Let me first of all answer your latter question. I'm here primarily to signal our intention to become members of the Open Governance Partnership. So my government will be inviting the steering committee to send a delegation to Antigua and Barbuda to make an assessment as to eligibility. And I have no doubt that Antigua and Barbuda is eligible. So within a matter of months, Antigua and Barbuda should be a member of this very important governance organization. And so far as governance in Antigua and Barbuda is concerned, uh, Antigua and Barbuda is a parliamentary democracy or constitutional democracy. In fact, we are a former colony of the United Kingdom and would have inherited the Westminster parliamentary system. The very protections within the constitution of our country does allow for freedom of speech, freedom of association, and protection of fundamental human rights. So we do not have any human rights violations. In fact, Antigua and Barbuda has enjoyed stability and peace as well as growth and prosperity during the approximately four decades of independence. And even prior to that as a colony, the island or the twin island state for that matter actually uh, 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 achieved very robust growth and development. Now, Insofar as my government is concerned, we came to government in June of 2014, and we were elected on a mandate of good governance. And we have been constantly realigning our governance of the country to ensure that they are in keeping with international best practice. So being part of the OGP will help us to determine whether or not we are truly in keeping with these best practices. Because as you're aware, there's a peer-to-peer evaluation that takes place and a biennial report is issued. So certainly we would want to be part of this August body to ensure that we can keep track of our progress. Now, we have made significant progress in terms of the legal and administrative framework that we have in place for governance. So for example, we have a freedom of information law. We also have an integrity in public life and prevention of corruption act. And we also have, uh, the, 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 let's say the, um, the framework within the parliamentary system for members of the opposition to ask questions to ministers and that is utilized routinely by members of the opposition as well as the opportunity for ministers to account to the parliament on a regular basis. Within the executive itself, we obviously have separation of powers, 
Within the executive itself, we also have separation of duties to ensure that there is no conflict in the performance of one's duty or duties within the executive. And as ministers too, we are all required to make ourselves available to the public for public consultations. In fact, after every meeting of the cabinet, which meets once weekly, we have a post-cabinet press conference on a weekly basis without fail. And all of the decisions that are taken by the executive actually made available to the public for public discourse. At least once annually, the entire cabinet, including myself as prime minister, make ourselves available to the members of the public to account for stewardship and at the same time to take questions, even questions including our personal conduct. So the governance framework is strong. We're also utilizing technology as well in order to improve service del delivery in various sectors. But where I think we have a gap is in the engagement of citizens. Now, there's a significant amount of information in the public domain. We continue to make ourselves available as the executive to the public, even on radio programs, in my case, I host a Saturday program every Saturday, provided on Ireland, and take questions from the public. Questions of governance, even simple questions to address various issues affecting uh, the citizens of the country. But what we found, though, is that there is not a structured framework for participation. So it is more ad hoc presently, and I believe that in itself is a weakness that we are committed to address, and I believe, too, that Becoming part of the OGP will help us to strengthen that civic engagement to ensure that there is a well-determined action plan with objectives and to Perfect. ensure that those objectives are met on a timely basis. Great. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. Uh, I'm sure that you want to applaud that uh, the intention of uh, uh, joining. Thank you. Uh, now, the Deputy Secretary General of the OECD, Marie uh, Kiviniemi.